0: Sophie Hardy and the Changeling Hybrid by Emma Dale. Narrated by Leona Hall. Chapter 22. We Have to Go. Everyone just stood there in silence. Sophie stared at her friends and they stared back. Sophie could also feel the eyes of Mrs. Jones burning a hole in the back of her as Kingsley, Real Kingsley lay on the floor unconscious, while Avatar Kingsley stood there in front of her. "'Girls, what's happened?' a voice said in Sophie's ear. None of them spoke. Kingsley was looking himself up and down, checking to see what exactly it was that had happened, but Sophie took that as he was feeling all right. "'An implant has just been taken out, or disappeared in your area. Whose was it?' Miss Sissons asked, desperately trying to get an answer out of someone." Yasmin covered her mouth to keep in yet another scream and Clara had her hands on her head, like people do when they're in shock at something. Gradually realising what had happened, Sophie turned back to face Mrs Jones. She wasn't at all perplexed by there being two Kingsleys or focusing on the fact that one of the other teachers had just basically evaporated in front of her. Being the caring leader she was, her focus shifted to the Kingsley that was lying on the floor in need of her help. She was checking him all over for any other sign of injury, but she was doing it in quite a frantic way that got Sophie a bit worried. As a result, Sophie walked round to the other side of Kingsley and knelt next to her whilst Clara, who was in a better state than Yasmin, spoke to Miss Sissons and filled her in. "'He's OK. He's fine,' Mrs Jones was saying to herself over and over as she kept checking Kingsley over and over again. "'He's breathing and he's not blue.' Sophie took on the responsibility of playing adult, put her hand on her shoulder and softly spoke her name. Mrs Jones? At first, Mrs Jones didn't respond. She just kept checking Kingsley, but Sophie tried again. Mrs Jones, she said slightly louder. Mrs Jones looked up at her this time and Sophie could see she was clearly in a state of shock. What happened? she asked, unable to look Sophie in the eye. A changeling got her, like the ones there used to be. "'Sophie replied, again, altering the truth ever so slightly to protect her and Kingsley. "'But she couldn't tell if any of this was making any sense to her, "'as Mrs Jones was still being quite frantic. "'Why are there two of him?' she blurted out, very abruptly, "'but with no intention of rudeness or comprehending what it was she was saying. "'Let us worry about that,' Sophie tried to reassure her. "'She could see that Yasmin had now mellowed slightly "'and was explaining things to a quite excited Kingsley.' Changeling? Mrs Jones was all over the place. The shock was throwing her ability to converse properly. Her mind was all in a muddled order. Yes, a changeling, like you used to get, Sophie said, seeing no point in lying. Mrs Jones nodded. Where where is it? I, I can't see one. What will we tell the parents? Sophie was about to say that she may as well tell the truth to them, but then Clara interjected. She's sending a car to pick up Kingsley, she said. Scope is the best place for him right now. As long as she doesn't lock him up, Sophie chimed in, before Miss Sissons could say anything. Who's getting locked up? Mrs Jones asked, still unaware of the enormity of what just happened. What's Scope? Sophie helped Mrs Jones to her feet and ushered her towards the stairs back up off the playground and into school before she could comprehend that there was an unconscious Kingsley and an awake Kingsley. Just tell everyone that Kingsley was taken away in an ambulance and that his mum has gone with him, Sophie told her. Mrs. Jones was becoming slightly more with it as they made their way towards school. She looked at Sophie properly, but her speech was still slurred. I always said these implants would be trouble, Mrs. Jones mumbled, and she took hers off the side of her head. What about you, Sophie? she asked. Making the connection with the implant she'd put on Kingsley, Sophie replied. They haven't exactly been a laugh a minute for me. Let us just do what we need to do. Something bad is coming and there is only us that can stop it. Sophie was still talking to Mrs Jones like she was a child. It was the only way to get through to her. There had been a few programmes in the playground at Scope that had taught her how to handle someone in shock and she was channelling every bit of that learning into Mrs Jones. Mrs Jones nodded, but before Sophie could turn and go, she said to her, we need to talk properly about this. Soon, Sophie nodded in agreement and simply mouthed, thank you, still understanding that Mrs Jones didn't know where she was or had even started to comprehend what had happened. Sophie knew that she needed to offload about what was happening at home and that she'd found the person that would be willing to listen, but that could wait. As a result, Sophie ran back down the steps onto the playground where the three others were now bundling the original Kingsley into a car which had been sent by Miss Sisson's. Had Mrs Jones been more with it than she was, she obviously would have stopped them, but to her, the girls were in control and handled everything, and to try and stop them now was so far out of her mind that it didn't register. There was a creepy silence about the three girls, as they reassured Kingsley that watching himself being bundled into a car was going to seem relatively normal compared to what might be to come. They had just witnessed something horrific. Even a teacher they didn't much care for being spirited away to the underworld would surely be enough to cause them some distress. But they weren't being given time to process it all, yet. They would each need to talk about it soon to help them deal with what had happened. The time for dwelling on it could wait, Sophie thought. They all simply had to move on to the next issue, which was finding Desmeralda before she could inflict untold damage on the children of Earth having finished loading real Kingsley into the car and watching it drive off. Sophie turned to the three others and urgently said, ''Right, we have to go.'' ''Where exactly?'' Kingsley replied. ''You'll see,'' Sophie answered, forcing a smile, knowing that Kingsley would be impressed. ''Now?'' Yasmin asked. ''Shouldn't we talk about this first? Later, Sophie and Clara both said, ''They were holding it together better than Yasmin was.'' Sophie typed out a link and sent it to Kingsley. The four disappeared whilst Mrs Jones stood in the main doorway to school and watched as four more people vanished from her playground. She stumbled up through the door to school and closed it behind her. What was it she had planned for her class to be doing this afternoon? Perhaps she needed to do another assembly to explain and reassure the children about the phenomenon that had taken place on the school grounds for the second time in a few days. Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by Emma Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels, or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website, www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.